welcome to part two of episode two, or part three, whatever, of the reptilian inclination. So as I said, you know, after seeing this orb and everything, um, I knew that there were that there was definitely something else to this reptilian thing. And I have watched videos, you know, in some cases back-to-back, you know, periodically. It definitely fascinated me. Um, also because, you know, I, I was into the Arcturian thing previously and Pleiadian uh, species and if they really exist and interdimensional type happenings like that. So I was like, you know what, maybe the reptilian thing is a thing. But, you know, as the human mind goes, you're like, well, this just seems too out there. <laughs> it, it just seems too out there, even though you're looking up interdimensional beings and things like the Arcturians and, Ple- and Pleiadians. Reptilians are just too out there, man. <laughs> They're just too out there, you know. So... You know, and of course you look up the typical YouTube videos on reptilians, things about the Queen of England, things about politics and, uh, you know, demonic type happenings and stuff like that. So, as time went on, I started dabbling into the occult, and I still do. Um, I started looking at it from a different angle. Now... My very last, uh, not last, actually, my last sighting wasn't that too long ago. It was like, mm, probably like October, October to November of 2019. I think it was October, though, was my last, uh, sighting in the sky. But before that, it was like three months, four months, maybe prior, probably four months, to where I was in the backyard again, and I looked to my left, and I was pretty certain that it was uh, an airplane in the sky. And, you know, I, from where I live, I'm not going to disclose that yet, but where I live, we live relatively close to an airport. So uh, you see planes all the time, you know, and, whether it's the day or the night, you know, there's a specific time at the night where you don't really see them, but sometimes at night, early-ish morning, you see planes. So I see the, what appears to be headlights of this plane, and, uh, it ends up taking a course to where I'm not really, uh, man, man, maybe it wasn't even 2019, it could have been 2018, um, like late 2018, maybe I saw it. Probably because I met my wife in uh, late 2018 to early 20. Yeah, so it had to have been mid 2018 to late 20. Wow, time flies. But uh, I see it going down to the left, which it, it made a sudden turn and then started going down there. But there were still no doubt in my mind that it was a plane. Then as it starts getting to this tree, one of the biggest trees on my block, um, burst 
and apparently it's called an outburst sighting. You used to be able to find them on YouTube. You can't really find them anymore. But it bursts into this huge, like you see it gradually get bigger and bigger into like, you know, a giant orb. And it's a yellowish gold. And then just shrink down in a second and vanish. And that was my last major big sighting. I've never experienced anything like that like that before. You know, typically it was just, you know, the sightings that I would see. I still haven't been able to make any sense of that. Um, but now, whenever I see what appears to be, to be a plane, I try to keep my eyes on it because you just never know. I mean, I was certain that this was a plane. There was no doubt in my mind that that was a plane. So after the orb sighting, you know, I, I, I tried to fish through as much crap as I could on, you know, all the BS conspiracy theories and um, the ones that were, you know, you could tell that they were saying some true things, but it was riddled with a bunch of this, you know, stereotypical type stuff, which doesn't really matter if it's stereotypical, if it's true, but just things that were just super, like, not hokey, but just you knew that. It wasn't what you needed to be hearing. So I came across, you know, Richard Bruce. Um, David Icke I was already looking into uh, beforehand, even though I wasn't taking the reptilian uh, theory into that much depth. Um, but the things I ended up uncovering were... Uh, It wasn't really mainly the videos themselves. It, it, it was people that were commenting, saying, you know, I've experienced this at my workplace. I've experienced this at, you know, when I was going to a store and I saw this person, you know, very, like, like people that just are commenting and, like, nobody knows who these people are. They're just random, everyday people having occurrences like this, having dreams and just... Not just dreams, but just going out into day-to-day -day life and experiencing things that are fundamentally reptilian. People that are like, I've never even heard of this theory. I've never even took it seriously until I saw something that I knew <laughs> that just in basic thought that this ties to some sort of reptilian thing. And that's why, you know, usually when I say reptilian, I say quote-unquote on the show. Because we don't really know what this is. But people that are saying, you know, I'm at my work, I'm at the store, and I see somebody that, uh, you know, I was talking to, and I suddenly see their eyes change to a, you know, a, a sharp slit in their eyes. Whether it's, you know, they're angry, they're high into emotion at the moment. Or whether I just look at them, they give me a strange sort of vibe. Or even if they don't, and I see their eye, I see their pupils change. And they were like, it, from the day that I experienced it, it changed my perception on this, this kind of thing. Um, that's what really made me know that uh, 
this is way bigger than any sort of thing that people could guess. Um, and that's when I uh, I was watching this lady's uh, YouTube video that I mentioned in the intro episode. Um, I'll find out her name so that way I can tell you her YouTube channel in the, the next video, the next, uh, you know, podcast. That I was like, I really should try to get Reptilian Radio running. Because no matter what, it, there's a reason why this is one of the most believed quote-unquote conspiracy theories in the world. It's not just because we guess that it's real. It's not just because of the religious people that think that there's a demonic or whatever influence into things. It's because people are experiencing this and have been experiencing it for a long time. And there's a lot of people that don't uh, get any sort of recognition. They you know, get banished in whatever sort of circles they're in because they end up talking about it. But it ends up becoming a very believed conspiracy theory because... You know, they'll end up talking to their friends and their people that, you know, aren't really typically into these type of things, these conspiracy theories, extraterrestrial sightings or whatever. And then they just end up talking to their friends and their friends automatically believe them. Not just because they're like, oh, yeah, that might be true, but because these are people that have no inclination towards these sort of things. And then they end up experiencing it just randomly out of the blue in their day-to-day life. So, I'm going to cut it off around here, but uh, what this is, I don't think it's evil, I don't think it's good, I don't think it's bad, it's just something that we experience in our life. We don't know all of the roots of humanity, we don't know all of the roots of these sightings, I'm not saying the ones that are government, because I'm sure that there there are ones that are government-based, but ones that are undoubtedly extraterrestrial. Um, and I don't know if there, there are other, you know, extraterrestrial things going on here, but the reptilian, quote-unquote reptilian, things that are going on, there's more than enough basis and facts to go off of that this is a real thing and that people have always been experiencing them here. Um, But it's just something that we experience, just something that we come across, whether it's entertainment, movies, music-based, or just we end up seeing something that changes our whole reality. And it's wonderful. It really is. Once you you come come to grasp that this is something that is actually out there, you start to wonder, what else seems so stereotypical in science fiction or so stereotypical within the conspiracy theory community that since this is really real, what else is real? And suddenly you start to look at fiction a whole lot differently. You you start to look at people's opinions a whole lot differently. It's amazing. It is really amazing. So I'm going to come up with a... uh, um, 
a prologue or starter to my next episode, and then I'll do the next one. But uh, probably before I do the next episode, I'm going to come up with a, uh, a live show. And I don't know, based off of how this app operates, if I'll be able to record the live show and actually put it on Spotify. Hopefully I can. Um, regardless if you know people end up joining into the chat or not, I would really love to upload a live video if possible. Um, and currently my phone is broken, so I won't be able to put in a call-in number. But uh, once I do get my phone, I will put it in a call-in number. Uh, because I am curious, you know, if anyone ever ends up joining the chat and they have experiences. Because this thing is big. It is really, really big. You know, people are like, oh, well, that just, you know, those are just things theorized from the movie uh, or from the show uh, V or something like that. It really makes you wonder after you watch movies like They Live or the TV show V. Somebody had to have known about this in some sort of way. No matter how much knowledge they had of it, they had to know something. They had to have seen something. Even shows like Land of the Lost with the, what were they called, Silax? I can't remember what they were called. It just really begs the question on how long humanity has a, have had encounters with these beings and where it really goes into their origin, what it means with, you know, our species and all of that other stuff. It's, uh, it's really something. As we come up onto the last 50 seconds... I will say that uh, I will figure out how to get music into the show. Um, I already have a band that, uh, you know, I won't have to worry about in any sort of, you know, infringement with copyright or something like that. Um, and actually the band fits into the show. So uh, I, I will figure out how to get that, you know, how to get music into the show and everything else afterwards. Until then... This has been Reptilian Radio, and I am planning on doing a live show tonight or tomorrow. Thank you very much. Stay safe. Keep thinking about these things. And even if you don't want to think of these things, just remember, it's a part of our day-to-day -day life, and we have to learn to accept it sooner or later. This is Reptilian Radio. Thank you for listening.